Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 134 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer with you. Royal Pizza, Pizza Past, and so much more. 50 years Edmonton owned and operated. Royal Pizza, where everything is real. None of that synthetic crap. It's old school, big boy pizza. For menu and locations, visit royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Well, in between his conversations with Don Waddell and Julian Breesbaugh, kind enough to join us, uh, one of the biggest agents in the hockey world. He is Edmonton-based from the Sports Corporation, one of the most well-liked agents, too. We welcome back to Oilers Now, Jerry Johansson. Hi, Jerry. How are you? I'm good, Bob. Really good. Now, is it true? Do you you sense you're one of the more well-liked agents, or do you have a couple guys around the league right now that are hanging up the phone on you? Well, listen, I I was a little unpopular in some conversations. I'm not going to lie to you, so... It uh, just depends who we're talking about, and uh, usually has sometimes has a little to do with money too. So <laughs> funny, funny how that works. Well, it, it's interesting because I know uh, Luke Fox from Sportsnet put out a, a list of the the top uh, restricted free agents out there, and you have two of the top three guys. You have Braden Point, who had a wonderful year with the Tampa Bay Lightning, hence the breeze ball reference, and then you have Sebastian Ajo, who of course is with Carolina, and that's why we mentioned Don Waddell. And I, I I'm just the the whole landscape on these sort of deals has changed over the last several years. Of course, a couple of years ago, the Oilers got uh, McDavid at twelve and a half million and Drysaddle at eight and a half million, and and your guys, frankly, picked up more points uh, in Tampa and Carolina than Leon had coming off that year. So, it must be an interesting time uh, when you have players of that caliber. Yeah, it is. I mean, first of all, they're just two great players. Like they they've had you know great careers so far, and they're just getting started. So. It's really fun to be part of that and to watch them succeed and how hard they've worked. And, you know, not when Sebastian was a second round pick, you know, and Braden Point was a mid third round pick. So that makes the story even better, you know. But as you know, Bob, over the years, you know, you've seen over the last 20 years, the markets shift over time, you know, and it does feel like we're in a shift right now with this group of RFAs. And I think everybody's in the same spot. We're just sort of waiting to see how it all plays out. And, 
who goes first and you know it's just there's a lot there's a lot going on it's like a big poker game right now everybody's sort of staring at their, each other wondering what's next so the way to do it used to be the three-year bridge deals uh and and then mcdavid and dry both got eight-year deals and edmonton was criticized not for dry uh not for uh mcdavid because you can never pay that guy enough right like he's one of the top three players in the world but in leon's deal there was criticism until this year so second year in the deal, he scores 50 goals and has 100 points. Eight-year deals for both. But in the past, it used to be three-year bridge. The Maple Leafs did five years on Austin Matthews on a deal. Um, you know, is is it work to the agent's advantage to go longer term? Uh, give me your perspective on that. Sure. Well, first of all, yeah, it's hard to find two better players on any team than, than McDavid and Dreisaitl. So those deals stand up really strong. Um, you know, and, and the Matthews deal was a, ch- a bit of a game changer, you know, big number on a shorter term. So, you know, I, I think you're probably going to see a little bit of everything. You're going to see an eight-year deal, a five-year deal, maybe a bridge deal with this group. You know, it's not really, I don't think it's, they're all going to get the same thing, obviously. So I think you might see a little mixture. But for sure, I think you're going to see, you know, the good young players looking for a shorter term, in my opinion. Because I just think it makes some sense, you know, eight years is a big commitment. And, you know, um, in some cases, not all cases, but in some cases, you know, a shorter term deal, like a five years, like Matthews did, is is actually, you know, probably a smart move. Well, uh, quite the contrast. I mean, Tampa Bay has limited cap space, though they have opened some up by trading J.T. Miller to Vancouver, Jerry, and uh, declaring that uh, Ryan Callahan is basically going to be on LTIR. And conversely, Carolina has even more cap space after a trade they made yesterday, uh, where they moved Calvin DeHaan off to the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, But there are two teams that play differently, too, right? Like Carolina, they are not a cap team, whereas... Uh, they're a budget team, right? Whereas Tampa Bay is playing up to the cap. Does that, you know, does that factor at all in the negotiations with the respective general managers? Yeah, I think it does. I mean, because it's hard to argue when you're talking to Carolina that they're on a budget. You know, I mean, they're, you know, they work hard to sell out games in Tampa. I, gosh, I don't know if they've been sold out for four years or something crazy like that. So, you know, um, obviously the owner in, in Tampa, you know, has got really deep pockets and is really committed to his, his, uh, his group there. And, and, and Tom Dundon's a new owner. He's a great guy. I've had a chance to get to know him. I, I like Tom a lot, but he's got, you know, real constraints. So, I mean, the reality is what you just said is true. You know, um, at the same time, we're, you know, we're cognizant of that, but you're also trying to make sure your, you know, your players are, you know, fit in the marketplace. And then in, in most years, that's fairly easy to do, just like we said earlier. But this year, nobody really knows where that marketplace sits. You know, and and again, in terms of offer sheets, like you know, we haven't touched on that, but you know, we don't really look for those. I mean, if they happen, they haven't traditionally happened much. Um, but you know, if they do, um, then they do. But that's really driven by the by a club that says, "Hey, we're going to take this, we're going to take this approach." But but yeah, it's different. Carolina and Tampa are pretty different. All right. Well, you mentioned the offer sheet for the restricted free agents. Is it is today the day that they can start potentially talking to your clients? teams around the league uh, about, you know, uh, for RFAs? It's just tomorrow. I think it's midnight Eastern time, actually. Okay. So I don't think we'll get a call at 1 in the morning. Or I guess it's 10 o'clock in Edmonton. But tomorrow they can start to have conversations. Uh, and then, But the offer sheets can't be signed until July 1. Okay. Would you, would you expect any calls in your guys? I don't know, actually. I'm not. I'm not I'm, I wouldn't say I'm expecting it, but I've been talking to a lot of teams uh, in the last few days. So I wouldn't be surprised. But I haven't had a call yet. I'm not really, you know, I'm really 
you know, I'm I'm sort of expecting not to, and then if 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 we get a call, great, you know, that's sort of the approach. From the Sports Corporation, Jerry Johansson, one of the biggest agents uh, in the National Hockey League. Uh, Jerry, you also have unrestricted free agents, including Brett Connolly. Uh, can you verify for us whether or not he has spoken to the Edmonton Oilers? Yeah, we have. We've uh, talked to Ken and and, and and had a really good uh, Brett. Uh, he had a good conversation, and and he's got quite. A, we've got quite a few calls for sure. Uh, on him, I, I think just the the number probably is going to be fairly reasonable. I think to where team, most team, a lot of teams can can you know look at Brett as a fit, you know. But but again, like like I said, there's there's not a bunch of a better opportunity in the NHL than you know the right side in Edmonton. That's a pretty that's a pretty you know big opportunity for someone like Brett. And obviously he's a PG guy, so he's a Western Canadian. So yeah, I mean uh, you know like I said, we we got a lot of calls to make still. And we got to go through a process, and obviously it's up to Brett. But, uh, you know, I certainly, Edmonton would be a great spot. All right, so are we talking like he'd have, is it fair to say, like if you receive calls from 20 different teams in the league? 20, 20 would be high, but it's all, But we're probably, you know, six to eight teams have okay. expressed, you know, I would say real interest. Okay, and real interest is at a price point. Uh, I mean, you're not looking, I would assume, for $5 million a year, but you, you'd probably like to be above three. So is that... A fair yeah, range. you're 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 fair, and 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 specifically, we haven't talked dollars with anybody, so okay. we're really just really just having teams speak to Brett directly, uh, you know, and that's an interesting process for guys. And then, you know, once we have, you know, we're sort of in a position to negotiate dollars, we can, you know, we can sort of get everybody's, you know, where they see him fitting financially. Uh, term-wise or whatever, and that then that we can that'll give Brett a chance to make a decision. So last year, if I'm not mistaken, I think he had 20, have 22 goals, and 21 of them were uh, even strength. So he got virtually no power play time in Washington. Uh, no, like a lot of these good teams, the second unit power play is like kind of an odd man rush. You get out there with 20 seconds left, right. stuck in your own zone. That's about it. So yeah, he had a good year. Uh, I know you had Ty Smith last year. Who did the Sports Corporation have at the NHL draft this year? Well, my partners in uh, in Saskatoon, uh, Michael K and David K, had uh, who we work with had uh, Kirby Doc. So, and so he, he killed it at the draft. By he was uh, great, yeah. Obviously, really guys are excited about uh, the third overall pick there. Um, yeah. On that, so just just on that note, uh, I actually, you know what I'm going to do here? I'm just going to circle back because we're getting some questions coming in on Connolly. You mentioned the fit when when you're sitting there and you're you, there, there's a team. You said the right side of Edmonton. You know that, that's enticing. Is that because of you know you've got McDavid, top three player in the world, dry settle, fifty goals score, uh, left wing slash center, and Nugent Hopkins? I mean, there there is opportunity there. Does that get factored in for the player when he's weighing the decisions? Like it's not always just about the money. It also might be about the opportunity cost, and and maybe you go the term length a year shorter on something like that. Maybe you go three years instead of four if you have a chance to kill it playing with uh, specific guys. Yeah, that all goes into it. You know, I think, I think, I think, you know, and guys like to be on good teams, like to score goals. They like to be successful even without the money. You know, they just, they like to do that. And, uh, right. and like I said, when you have three like high end left shot centermen, it's not a bad to be a right winger, you know? Right. So it's, uh, it is that way just from a pure depth chart. It's a perfect spot for a guy like Brett. And, uh, and then, like I said, you know, you're right about, you know, term is a big, is a slider, is, you know, a sliding factor. You know, shorter sometimes better, longer is a little bit better sometimes. It just depends. But opportunity-wise, it's a great spot. All right. You also represent Milan Lucic. 
And I think it's fair to say the last couple of years probably haven't gone the way the team or Milan 100% would have liked to have seen it gone. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, that would be fair. It's been tough. I live in here too. You know it firsthand. It's it's been not a not a not a great couple of years for the club, and Milan's certainly part of it. Where's uh, like what's your advice to Milan in the situation right now in Edmonton? I mean, you guys because commitment, Jerry, is a two-way street. The Oilers committed a seven-year term at six million bucks, but you guys also made a commitment that Milan was going to deliver. So, what goes on in the course of that sort of conversation? Well, I think I think what you know, one thing about these hockey players, I mean, they're. They come back fresh every year. I mean, they have to. It's their job. So I'm only, I think, you know, as best you can do, last year is last year. I mean, uh, you know, Ken Holland is, 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 is at the helm. I think that's a great hire. Not a good hire, a great hire. You know, you got a new coach coming in. There's going to be, you know, some changes. But, but you know, you've got guys coming in optimistic. And, you know, it's no different than, I guess it was three years ago. You know, the Oilers went on a tear. And there's not, not, not that much difference in this business. Like, if you look at St. Louis, I know everybody knows this, but, they were 31st in the league around Christmas, and they won a Stanley Cup. So, you know, the one thing about sports is it's a, every year is a brand new year, and Milan's come in with a you know, great attitude, ready to go, and expects to be successful. So, really, that's what you do. You just, you know, put all your cards on the table and give her. And he's open to being at a, a great mental place and being ready to contribute. If, if you know, because you obviously you've heard his name out there for potential trades, but if you know, right now it looks he's an Evans Oiler. A hundred percent, Bob. Yeah, we hear all that stuff. If people only knew how boring it actually is from our end, is all the stuff you hear, it's like one percent of it ever actually happens. So it's fun to listen to. Yeah. So when it, when it comes to you know what we're doing business wise with our guys, you know Milan is one hundred percent coming back to Edmonton, ready to have a great year, and that's what he's getting paid for. So he's he's got no nothing else on his mind other than that. What did it mean for you personally to see a guy like Colton Pareko, who you guys tapped into early, a uh, late bloomer, you know, third-round pick for the Blues, uh, be paired with Jay Bomeister, and uh, be the shutdown pairing playing tw- in some games 28, 29 minutes a game and helping the Blues win a cup. That's got to be a cool experience. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, it's just fantastic. It's just, you know, he's just a great guy, and he's worked so hard. And, you know, it's just fun to, you know, it goes back to the draft, like Braden Point in the third round. Cole Brego didn't get drafted his first year of eligibility. So, you know, it's uh, it's just, you know, good to see guys work hard and be humble and have that kind of success. But, you know, and uh, you couldn't be happier for Cole and his family. It's just fantastic. From the Sports Corporation, Edmonton-based agent Jerry Johansson. He's uh, one of the biggest agents in the National Hockey League. Jerry, you have this is the thing that's changed over the last several years. You guys assist in guiding the players, but you also assist in developing the players. You have camps now. I know you got a camp coming up this weekend at Edmonton. This is one of the changes over the last, what, say, seven to ten years in the business? I would say, yeah, I think it's uh, the camps are great. Like, it's, uh, you know, we... We bring our guys in, our young guys. So basically, our older players will be the draft eligible for next year. Yep. In the NHL, so O twos and our and our young guys. So we bring them in. We have, like, uh, you know, I think Craig McTavish and Kelly Buckberg are going to run our practice. Uh, we've got a shooting coach, Tim Turk, coming in. Uh, Jerry Price, Kerry's dad, comes in and works with uh, with our goaltenders. Uh, Ian Gallagher, Brendan's dad, comes in and and and, and you know sort of takes care of the strength aspect conditioning aspect of it and but it's really and it's, it's unlike a hockey a hockey team it's a little bit more casual it's a little bit more fun uh, and it's a chance for us to get to know our players better to see our office and and vice versa for them, them to sort of get on the ice together so it's, it's really cool and we should uh, mention you've got 
uh, players to come in because you have Swedish and Finnish branches to the sports corporation. So you have guys. We're just not talking about how many kids end up coming in Edmonton for this. Probably about forty. I think that's about the number. Uh, okay. But our, our, our yeah, our Slovak partners come in, or one of our Swedish partners is in. We got kids from all over, so primarily Western Canadians. But but certainly every year we have a few uh, of our European guys come in. Jerry, we appreciate uh, you taking time to join us. I, I, I'm, I'm sensing right now that uh, Julian Brisebois is trying to get hold of you on Braden Point. So. <laughs> But my phone is ringing as we speak, so thanks for having me on, Bob. All right, anytime. That is Jerry Johansson from the uh, Sports Corporation. It's 149 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. This is Zach Cassian from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Boz Stoffer on 630 Chet. I'd like to thank again Jerry Johansson from the Sports Corporation confirming, and I know Brendan Escott put it out, that the Oilers have, in fact, uh, Ken Holland, uh, have already spoken to Brett Connolly, who is an unrestricted free agent, to this day in Oilers history. And it was a significant one, especially if you were in Los Angeles on this day. Back in 2010, Bob, when the Oilers selected Windsor Spitfires forward Taylor Hall first overall. Hall put up 328 points over six seasons with the Oilers and is a three-time NHL All-Star. He's also won gold twice for Canada at the World Hockey Championship as well. And he was the league MVP in 2017-2018. Well... We'll see what happens. Uh, More reports out of New Jersey today that they're taking a relaxed approach between the Hall camp and the Devils management group on uh, what might transpire. Taylor Hall going into his last year of a now vastly underpriced seven-year deal at $6 million per. You would have to think that the Devils acquiring P.K. Subban as well as uh, winning the lottery and getting Jack Hughes has helped the situation and the case for Ray Shiro and his staff. All right, to some texts at 630, 6.30. Bob, we should see if Washington, our text line, our Heartland Ford text line, we should see if Washington would consider a Poliarvi for Burakovsky trade. Burakovsky and Connolly have chemistry. Well, the problem is I don't think Edmonton can afford both players. Burakovsky needs to be qualified at three million bucks. Uh, you got to think that uh, Kyle, Brett Connolly is going to get three million plus. There you go. Uh, this text comes in out of Vermillion. I know it's foolish to ask, but has anybody ever approached Lucic and asked if he'd take a bit of a pay cut to help the team? He can't. The contracts are the contracts. It's just how it works. Uh, another text from Kevin. He says, Bob, I hope it's real. Uh, I don't know if it's realistic, but could the orders add both Connolly and Burakovsky? The only way it could happen is Burakovsky doesn't get qualified by Washington. I would hazard a guess that there would be a soft bidding war for the player. Maybe in the twos. Maybe you'd have an outside chance there. Uh Sunny in Vancouver. Bob Lucic got faster last year, but his edge work was still a weak point. Stick handling also needs to improve. Will Lucic find a skills coach to work on those aspects? I believe, you know what, I should have asked that question. For some reason, I thought he uh, he may have been. Coach Mike says, deja vu all over again, Stoffer. He had the exact same conversation about Lucic at this time last year. Uh, last year, he was asking for a trade. What's changed from Coach Mike? I think he was open to moving, Coach Mike. We'll see how it all plays out here. This text comes to us 
from Dennis. He says, I'm a regular listener to your great show. Well, thank you, Dennis. Uh, it seems to me that you've discussed everything except the goaltending and saw a lot of games last year or an easy goal or two, took the air out of the tires during the game. All the forwards in the defense can't fix this. Uh, what is the major plan for goaltending? Uh, well, I repeatedly stated it. I believe the orders are looking at getting uh, somebody to come in 30, 35 games, probably going to cost them two and a half, three million dollars. Last night, was it Speck who was mentioning or Frank Cervelli? I, 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 actually, it was Frank Cervelli. Said he could see Cam Talbot maybe being in the mix in Calgary and Mike Smith potentially in the mix in Edmonton. Hmm, that would be interesting. Tonight on Inside Sports, Reed Wilkins, 6 to 8. It's a Tuesday. What has he got? A fluid show. Okay, there we go. Tomorrow, Hockey Night in Canada's Craig Simpson and more fluidity. Up next, a news, weather, and traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News with Shayla and I. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.